Hey there, how's it going? I hope you are doing well. There is a very excited dog that is barking in my neighborhood, so apologies up front if you hear a yippy dog in the background. <laughs> uh, today we are going to be talking about how to gain visibility while working in a remote environment. So stay with me. You are listening to the Career Talk Learn, Grow, Thrive podcast, where we talk about all things career-related. I tell you how it is, and we get right to the point. I am your host, Stephanie Dennis. My background is in HR, which is what I have my master's degree in. My passion is helping others, sharing my knowledge, and doing that so others can make positive changes in their lives. So here we are. This is a good time to mention this podcast does contain adult language. All right, getting into it here. So when you're not used to working from home, gaining visibility can seem challenging. And a lot of the same strategies actually still apply, even though you're remote with a few exceptions. So we'll get into all the tips here. So I have 27 tips for us on how to gain visibility working remotely. Number one, make sure that you have high performance. Performance is going to be a huge factor in getting the visibility that you're looking for. Number two, volunteer to take on extra projects, lead extra projects, come up with creative project ideas, make sure that you are getting involved in other things that can provide you that visibility. Number three, schedule regular one-on-one meetings with your manager if you don't already have it. Check in on your goals, make sure you are tracking your progress, asking them for help, asking them for direction, which leads really well into number four, asking for feedback regularly. Regularly. Ask them, how am I doing? How do you feel like I'm tracking to my goals? And number five, make sure that your goals are known to your leader. This is really important. If you have a goal to be promoted in the next, let's say, 12 to 18 months and your boss doesn't know about it, they're not going to be able to help you. And even if you don't know the timeline, maybe you voice your goals, hey, I want to be promoted to whatever role. And they say, great, I think over the next three or four months, we need to work on A, B, and C. You need to make sure that you're checking in with that and say, hey, I know we talked about last month working on this here's what I've been doing. How do you feel that's going? What's your feedback? What are your thoughts? Anything I should be doing differently? I need to make sure you're having those conversations on a regular basis. Number six, get on video during calls with your colleagues. I know this isn't always easy, especially given everything that's going on with COVID-19 and how that's changing the schedules of, you know, the way that we work and, you know, kids are out of school, uh, possibly your partner or significant other is also at home with you. So video sometimes is challenging, but try and really make that effort because it really gives that face-to-face interaction that you would normally have in the office, even if you are working remotely. And even if you're working remotely permanently, right, regardless of COVID-19, you want to sometimes still have that face-to-face interaction. Number seven, ask for the promotion that you want. You're rarely going to get the promotion if you don't ask for it. There are occasions where someone's going to tap someone on the shoulder and say, hey, I think you'd be a really good fit for this promotion we have in mind. However, more often than not, you're going to have to ask for it. Number eight, become the go-to person on the team, right? Become the person who has the expertise that the team is looking for. Be the person that can be there to help support, answer questions, really the go-to. Number nine, schedule creative ways for the team to build rapport. So 
if you are now working remotely, especially because of COVID-19, coronavirus, whatever it might be, and you're used to working in the office, maybe everyone went out to happy hour once a month. Go ahead, schedule that happy hour virtually. Just because people are working remotely doesn't mean that what you were doing before has to stop. It just means we have to do it differently. If you are part of a remote team, still, you know, feel free. Schedule a happy hour. Maybe it's just like a fun trivia hour, like whatever it might be. It doesn't have to involve, you know, beer or whatever. You know, maybe you just want to schedule a half hour at the end of the day for everybody to go around and share their most positive moment for the week, right? And just bring positivity into the team and feel that whatever it might be, uh, maybe y'all play a game or something creative. Like I said, find creative ways. (laughs) Y'all are probably more creative than I am when it comes to that kind of thing, but really get out there, really be the person who can bring the team together from a, a team building perspective. Number 10, create a roadmap or a step-by-step checklist with your leader for you to get promoted, right? So maybe the leader that you're working for is like, great, I'm excited to support you in this. We need to make sure we're doing A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And it's like, okay, great. If you're ready to go knock out those items, do it. If not, make sure you're also working with them. Like, okay, before I accomplish this, I think I really need to work on this other thing first, right? Make sure you have that literally like roadmaps step-by-step from where you are now to promotion all the things that you need to do. So then one, it's an easy way for you to track your progress, but it's also like, hey, I did the things, like let's do this, right? (laughs) Let's get this promotion going. Number 11, train and or mentor your teammates. And now I know this can be sometimes tricky being a peer and also being a trainer or mentor, but finding those opportunities to lead the team uh, on particular topics or projects. Number 12, contribute on cross-functional teams. When we are able to work cross-functionally, one, we're able to contribute, and two, we're also able to learn about different areas of the business that we probably wouldn't have otherwise gained that knowledge. So it can be really helpful for the team you're working on and also really helpful for yourself as well. Number 13, voice your opinions where it can be helpful. (laughs) I say where it can be helpful because there's a lot of times people are going to voice their opinion just to be a person who's talking versus someone who is helping and contributing to the conversation. So make sure you're not just talking to talk, but you're truly coming from a place of trying to help. Number 14, express your concerns so the project can be better. And I say so the project can be better because what I want to avoid us doing is expressing our concerns in kind of this like negative kind of way, right? Where it turns into kind of like a bitch session. Like, oh, I don't think this is going to work because it's broken. Or I think this is stupid, blah, 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 right? It's like, hey, I actually have a concern about the functionality of this particular thing. Here's what I think we can do to make that better. So we're really focusing on moving the project forward and making a better widget versus saying the widget sucks or that widget's not going to work. Boo. (laughs) Number 15, create solutions to complex problems. Easier said than done. Roger that. And it is very valuable to be a person who is solving problems, especially when you're looking to be promoted. Leaders look at that and they're like, hey, this person has what it takes to dive in, figure it out, and get stuff done. Right? So you're removing the roadblocks. 
Number 16, check in with your colleagues one-on-one via video. Uh, this is really important. So if you think about an office environment, you may, you know, want to go check in on a colleague. You may walk over to their desk and be like, hey, so-and-so, how's it going? Um, how are you? You know, how's your dog or whatever? <laughs> and then you might talk about work or you may go get a coffee together or go to the cafe together and chit-chat a little bit and then talk a little bit about work. So still do those same things, still have those same conversations, just in a different environment and where possible. Possible, even in video, even if you're both with hats on, looking like a mess in your workout outfit, like who cares? It's not like a formal, you know, manager's involved conversation. It's just a check-in like, hey, how's it going? Let's chat for a few minutes. We haven't talked in a while. Number 17, share your wins with your leader and also with your colleagues when and where it makes sense to do so. So your leader, yes, share your wins. It's always gonna, I shouldn't say always, it will usually make sense to share your wins with your leader. And then when it comes to your team, you just wanna be conscious of the fact that it doesn't come across as like you bragging or trying to like boost yourself up, but a win where it's gonna contribute, right? So maybe someone is struggling with something and you can say, hey, I actually used to struggle with this. I tweaked the process a little bit. I did it this way and it really helped it could help you as well. I'm happy to send you the template I used or, you know, whatever it might be. Number 18, make sure that your team knows your hours and your time zone. So in a remote working environment, it's really easy for people to not realize where everyone is at, right? So I'm on the East Coast uh, within the US. A lot of the people that I work with and the teams I support are on the West Coast. So it's a full three hours apart. So if people never find that out, they never know where I am, they may be looking at the clock at two o'clock and stuff's going on for the day, like I've logged off and they're like, why does Steph always leave at 2, 2.33 o'clock every day? What they don't know is it's 5, 5.36 where I am. What I've seen become more and more common in the workplace, especially with a lot of more people working at home, is people are starting to put in their signatures, their hours that they work, and then also their time zone. So everybody knows. I'm not saying you have to do that. I think it's helpful. I personally don't have that in my signature. I might add it though, just because I do think it's a good idea. But most of the people I talk to, especially when I'm working with someone new, it's one of the first things I ask them, like, hey, how's it going? You know, how are you? How's your family? Especially with everything that's going on right now with COVID-19, just like general check-in. I say, oh, where are you located? And I just make a note of that. A lot of the people I support are on the West Coast. A good portion of them, surprisingly to me, are also on the East Coast as well. So it's just good to know. Number 17, celebrate the wins of others. This is really important. So if one of your colleagues has a huge win and a really big breakthrough and they accomplish this really amazing goal, make sure you're calling that out. Lift others up. It's great to celebrate our own wins. And it's also really great, especially from a leadership perspective to be able to say, hey, so-and-so did an amazing job. I just want to call that out. You know, a few key takeaways for me with the project they did is this, you know, whatever it might be. Lift others up and give them the recognition that they deserve. All right, number 20, respond quickly (laughs) within working hours. However you define quickly, right? So maybe it's your goal to respond to all your emails within four uh, business hours. Maybe it's two, maybe it's one, maybe it's just within one business day, right? So within 24 business hours, whatever that is for you, make sure that we're responding. Typically emails, generally people like to see responses same day, uh, depending on what time it is, right? So if someone sends an email at five o'clock, more often than not, they're 
and not expecting a response same day. If someone sends an email seven o'clock in the morning, more than likely they're looking for a response same day, if a response is even required. Also note the platform, right? So emails, I would say general cadence within one business day. If it's an IM, a general cadence as soon as you possibly can, right? So oftentimes I'm on the phone, so I'll see, you know, an IM come through and like, hey, uh, on the phone, I'll circle back in 15 minutes when I'm done. Or sometimes I just don't have the the bandwidth to even send that note. So well, I'll get to them like, hey, sorry, I was on the phone, you know, with whatever is appropriate. Make sure that you're responding quickly. Uh, what we don't want to do when we're working remotely is make people feel like you're never available or never around or never working. <laughs> even though you probably are, right? You're probably just really busy. You don't want to give the impression that you're just not ever available. Number 21, find a mentor. Mentors are huge, very important, especially virtually, right? People are usually more than happy to help out from a mentoring perspective. Um, and I actually think working in a remote environment makes that a little bit easier because people don't have to set aside time to go and meet you somewhere. They can just give you a call, which makes things a little bit easier. Number 22, learn a new skill that's going to fuel your promotion. Maybe you need to learn more about leadership. Maybe you need to learn more about you know, architecture. I don't know, whatever it might be. Number 23, make sure you're tracking your progress, whether that is in a notebook, whether that is in some sort of uh, note type application, whether it's OneNote or Evernote or just the notes application on your uh, laptop, whatever it might be, make sure you're tracking your progress to the goals that you need to attain in order to get that promotion you're looking for. Number 24, apply for promotional jobs. It's kind of like voicing, if you don't ever apply for the roles, you're probably not going to get them. <laughs> I know that sounds like silly to say out loud, um, but I think a lot of times people, especially from like an internal perspective, they're not necessarily looking at the job boards because in their mind, they're like, well, I told my manager what I want, but what they don't know is the manager probably doesn't know about all the opportunities that are available internal. We want to make sure that we're not relying on someone else to tell us what's available. We're being proactive and looking at the careers Site, making sure we're getting in touch with the recruiter. Depending on the size of the company that you work for, there may be several recruiters that support your organization. So it may not be possible to talk with all of them, but making sure you're just building those contacts. So you know when jobs are becoming available, whether the hiring manager is helping you, recruiter, and or you're looking yourself. I would recommend all of those things, <laughs> uh, but definitely make sure that you're looking and applying for those roles yourself. Number 25, make sure you're branding yourself well. Number 26, show that you have the flexibility to change and evolve as situations change and evolve, right? COVID-19 is a great example of that. Things are ever changing and evolving, especially in various companies, right? Projects are being put on hold. Hiring priorities are changing. A lot of projects are stopping while new projects are starting. So make sure that you can show your agility and your flexibility to ebb and flow with those changes. I know it's not easy and I know it can be frustrating. Your manager, whether they show it to you or not, is also probably feeling the frustration of those changes as 
as well. It's okay to voice your concern, but we don't want to bitch about it because they're also feeling that weight, right? So we want to be someone who's like, okay, we got this. You know, a positive influence versus like, oh, this sucks so bad, right? And number 27, create ways for more interaction. Oftentimes when we work with a remote team, we get on calls and especially if there's a lot of people on the call, like 50 to you know 150 people, the interaction seems to be less given more people are on the phone. <laughs> and I think that's simply out of respect, right? People go on mute. So there's no like background noise or echoing. And then they kind of just get like comfortable staying on mute. So when people are asking questions and they're looking for interaction, everyone's on mute and it's kind of like pulling teeth. We've all been on those calls where you're like, oh my gosh, is really no one going to talk? <laughs> So one, be the person who talks, but also make sure that you are finding ways for people to have that engagement and have that interaction. So it's not just, you know, one person talking on a call and just talking at people. It's really a true conversation. Maybe you have a big call with your entire team, uh, maybe the whole organization, and then you guys have a smaller breakout call, right? You know, we don't need to have two calls for every one call. I feel like that could just be like ridiculousness, right? But if it's something that's important and that does require a conversation, or you can, you know, feel free to bring it up in the next like smaller group meeting, whatever it might be. I know with everything happening with Corona right now, it's hard with COVID-19. It's a lot of change for a lot of people. And I'll say this, I don't want anyone who had a promotional path prior to COVID-19 to feel discouraged because I can imagine a lot of things are changing, priorities, projects. Uh, I've heard a lot of people giving feedback around my entire team is changing. My manager's moving to a different team. I'm moving to a different team. All these projects we were working on are stopped. We have all these new projects. Nobody knows what the heck they're doing, right? It probably feels a little bit chaotic and there's a lot of moving pieces right now. I totally get that. And you want to make sure your career is important. Your career path is important. Now, promotion may be a slower path than what it was before, but you still want to make sure that's where you're headed, especially if you have the conversation before everything changed in your work environment, right? So even if you talk to your manager, you know, three, four months ago about your goals, wait until things ease up a little bit, right? So I feel like things might feel really chaotic for maybe one to three months and then everyone kind of is going to get in their groove, right? It's like, okay, working from home, got it. Like this is our new thing. We're good. We're kind of like leveling out back to normal. Not saying normal, normal, like what it was before, especially if everyone's still at home. But when it's appropriate, and it's probably appropriate before you feel like it is, <laughs> say, hey, I know we talked about this. Everything changed, right? Coronavirus. I just want to make sure that I want to check in with you. Like, hey, here's the progress I've made. What are your thoughts? And they may say, hey, now is not the time, but stay focused on the goal, right? And they may say, you know, thanks so much for bringing this up. Let's stay the course. Our timeline just might be adjusted and that's okay, right? But you still want to make sure you're having the conversation. I don't want people to think that just because how we work together changed that they still shouldn't be having those conversations. It's not by any means selfish. It's not someone trying to benefit based on a worldwide pandemic. It's conversations you've already had. So definitely continue those conversations. And if it's a conversation you want to have, start that conversation just because something scary happened, right? And we're all working differently. Doesn't mean we can't say, hey, actually I was thinking about my career goals the last couple months or the last couple weeks. And I really think I want to go after X, Y, Z. What are your thoughts? And it may be something like you can uh, say, hey, I know everything is different right now. We're kind of finding a new normal, but I still want to voice this and get your thoughts, get your support, get your guidance, get your input, whatever it might be. So don't be afraid to have those conversations just because things are different. 
I'll leave you with that. All right. I hope you found this episode helpful and valuable. If you have questions you want me to answer, uh, go over to the Google survey link below. You can enter them there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here and listen to the show. I really appreciate it. You can find more information in the show notes over at StephDennis13. And if you want to learn how we can work together, head over to listen to careertalk.com for more information. You can support the show one of three ways. You can head over to our online store, careertalkswag.com. You can leave a donation via PayPal or Anchor. And you can also leave a rating or review on the app you are listening to your podcast on. You can reach out to me on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok at StephDennis13. 13 and then Instagram at Career Talk Podcast as well. We are written, produced, hosted, and edited by yours truly. You are so amazing, so awesome. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. <laughs>